here live from the media block in Houston, Texas for another episode of Free Game Friday, episode 28. Man, shout out to media block. They allowed us to get it in on the road. You can't beat that. Oh, We've been God. on the road and we can still get some work done. You know so how kind. this go. We're going to go through. And one of the owners is named La Monica. She's a love. Oh, you me. can't beat it. She's a love. <laughs> love. We, oh, you know, yep. we're going to spend about 20, 30 minutes, however many minutes we feel going through some of these questions, get some good answers, some good game. Yes, Let's go. Sir. Okay, this one is from the Dojo Portal. How important has, if at all, has business credit been in your journey with the good company entity? Um, extremely <laughs> and unextremely, right? Because yeah. I haven't really like used business credit fully, just business capital, like through Shopify and PayPal and through personal lenders like mm -hmm. Hirsch and all of the people that are tied, people who just invested in me. So uh, extremely important, man, if you could build if you could build something leveraging capital from that doesn't have to come out of your own bank account, it's a, a, a grand start. Fucking SNS Activewear, that net mm. 30 was substantial. We was able to pr produce a bunch of merch and then be able to pay for it after. If you can get net 30s for like your product line, it's a win because you could then produce and sell your product line and then pay it back after. So uh, uh, extremely, extremely substantial. This is from Thompson's Vending, Thompson's Vending LA. Some days are tougher than others. And I know for a fact you never stop. You even <laughs> mentioned it had to work. Three for three. How did you keep yourself going when you were at your lowest point? Um, I don't really have a formula for keeping myself going. I just go. I really, I can't stop. Even when I'm not having a great day or I'm like, I'm going to take the day off or I'm not going to do nothing today, I end up doing something. <laughs> and um, man, the only way to get through it is to go through it. Just keep working. There, there's really nothing else you could do. Life is going to keep on going. You keep working and eventually you come up out of that. You come up out that trench. You keep digging and you get up out that hole eventually. Uh, yeah, I don't have a formula. Go ride a bike, go smoke some weed, go take some mushrooms, go play pickleball, go play tennis, go hang out with your kids and, and, and do shit that just make you feel a little good for the time being. And hopefully that feeling grows and grows. He like, nope, still feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Zamira Music. How do you go about allocating royalties to your songs? Um, well, the people who helped make the song are the first people to get splits, and then um, investors who have invested in your career, and then gold card members, and you used to do it for people who bought this, the album uh, before it went on streaming, and then people who invest in it, um, in terms of like La Russell stock buying percentages. Yeah? Yeah. Got it. <laughs> this is from Princess Sophia, 24. 24. Should I target all of United States or just my hometown using Facebook ads to build a fan base that buy merchandise and tickets? You can't 
target someone to buy merchandise and tickets. You don't, that's not something you can make people do. Unless you have a product that everyone loves and you're pushing the product, then yeah. But if you're just trying to grow a base off of your music and your art, um, I would target all of the United States unless you're specifically trying to cultivate a base in your hometown and build that first, then yeah, just target home. And that'll actually be a little bit easier if you have a base that enjoys a sound similar to yours, then you could hit it really fast. You know, instead of spending $100 across the states and they allocate that sparingly, some in Kentucky, some in here, some in here, if you just hit one place, you might get a better yield starting off if that's your market, right? But I would say hit the US because you never know where you might see a spike. There might be just people in Kentucky might love your shit. And then that data show you, you need to just run it here because they picking it up. So I would, I would target all the states. Unless you're trying to do a show, then I would target that specific region. But if you're trying to target anyone that's going to buy merchant tickets, there's no way to do that. You have to just make great art and people will want your product. That seems to be like a heavy concern for people. That's yeah. uh, like the third time somebody's asked something like that. This, did I just do one from Zamira Music? Um, well, this is from Zamira Music. What would you advise an artist to do with 1.5 mailing list subscribers? Um, 1.5 mailing list subscribers? Yeah, I don't know if they mean million or 1,500, but with any number of mailing list subscribers, we kind of just started using... And that was really helpful and cool. Yeah, we just started using a mailing list um, service called Campaign Monitor, and we've used it to target people uh, for shows in the area, so when they fill out the... I guess depending on what kind of data you have on your mailing list subscribers, you can use it to target people in specific areas to activate them for shows or to let people know when you're buying or when you're dropping new merch or even new music. But just don't harass them with stuff. Like only send them things that they ask Useful, for. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I think it's the same person. Is that the amount that you have? Yeah, but there's more. Okay. Breeze throw hands. <laughs> Breeze throw hands it's is Malcolm. crazy. <laughs> What's the best way for a lot of people to hear your music if the platforms ain't working? The platforms, like IG, YouTube and mm -hmm. shit? Um, if the platforms ain't working, it's probably the music and not the platform. But if you mean like if the platforms went down and the world went black, Sheesh. I think you have bigger problems on your hand than getting people to hear your music at that point. But if not, you go back to grassroots and you go somewhere and you set up a mic and you set up a speaker and you start doing what you do best and people will stop and hear you and the word to get around town that you that nigga and you nice and it'll grow from there. Yeah. But um. If you're not talking about a blackout in the platform and you just think they're not working as and you're not seeing any traction, it's not the platform, Breeze. It's not the platform. I'm like, throw the man. <laughs> you ain't see it. <laughs> this is from St. Lex 101. LaRussell, congrats on your first sync placement being featured in a movie. This is my question to you. I'm an up and coming artist and I was offered a sync placement for one of my songs from United Masters, but I'm not sure what's a good or bad deal. Should I only be accepting a one-time payment or asking for royalties? 
Um, a lot of sinks, like if it's not television, like a recurring thing. Television? Yeah. Like a TV show? <laughs> if it's not a TV show, you're not going to see recurring royalties generally. <laughs> like if it's a movie, you're going to get a one-time fee. So that's a uh, standard. I mean, you could probably negotiate, but I don't know how that would work. Like when it comes to things like Hulu and stuff, like it's usually going to be a one-time fee. And um, there's no set negotiating price point. Honestly, you made a song for $0 that people are listening to for free and you're not getting paid at all. And someone says, I want to put it in this movie and I'm going to give you 5,000, 6,000, 10,000, any amount of dollars you won. <laughs> yeah, at that point you won because it's generating yeah. no money right now and someone's going to give it more exposure and they're going to pay you to do it. And you're currently generating zero from it. I think you won. Judged, yeah, I think you won. <laughs> right. I just did her, but okay. This from Princess Sophia 24. Tiana did these questions and she didn't, she didn't give us any uh, randomization, so. They're definitely randomized. <laughs> what is a good price to pay for your music video? 500 or 1,000? It depends on what kind of music video you want. Why your um, face like that? <laughs> um, it depends on what kind of music video you want, honestly. And it depends on what you have available to you. Half the music videos we shot this year cost me $0, but they only cost me $0 now because I spent the last few years investing in all the equipment to not have to have a cost. Mm. Um, but if you don't have anything invested and you're just paying someone to shoot a video, um, there is no good price to pay. It depends on what you get in. You could give somebody who's exceptional $500 and they'll give you a product that's far better than a nigga who's charged you 10 grand to do something sometimes. So it really depends on who you paying and what you paying for, but there's no specific price point. Um, yeah, there is no specific price point for that. This is from Marv Crown. I've been having a hard time with Song Trust taking forever to get back to me and get my music registered for me to see my royalties. How long does it take Song Trust to get your music registered for you to see royalties for your music on their end? Do you think they give priority to artists who have more traction than others? No. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people have this misunderstanding no. <laughs> with publishing. And this is actually in Song Trust's FAQ. When I first signed up with Song Trust, I went through the FAQ, which I do with every, everything. To all those questions that you wonder, and they have them in there, but I'm glad you're asking us. I need the info too. <laughs> With publishing, it takes at least nine to 12 months just for that royalty to first come in. When you send your songs into Song Trust, sometimes it takes them three to four weeks just to get it registered because there's hundreds of societies throughout the entire world that your song has to be registered on. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it takes weeks before you see it show up in your ASCAP and show up with everyone else. They have to register it with the entire world from China to Brazil to Sheesh. the U.S. to everywhere. That's not some shit you could do in, in, in a couple <laughs> months and you don't see a royalty. After it's registered, every time your song gets played, that station or wherever it's played or venue or anything, TV has to report it. When that's reported, sometimes that doesn't go out until 
six to nine months. Sometimes it's quarterly, but it's six to nine months, and then it has to get to them to collect. So you won't really see your pub royalties from a song you drop today until about six months if you're lucky, but it's going to be nine to 12 months. So just know if you're waiting on like a big publishing check from something that you got, that shit don't, it don't come in right away. Sometimes if you get a sync after it's done, they'll allow you to send an invoice and then you can get a quicker payment. But for most of the things, when you're just registering your song with all of the PROs and everything, it takes a while. It's like nine to 12 months. Damn. That's why you got to keep working. Just keep working. <laughs> this is from Mr. Compone. How do I set up a pay what you want website? I've been thinking about setting up a Shopify to sell my songs to my audience. That's exactly what you do. Uh, we use Shopify for all of our pay, pay what you want things. We use Even sometimes for music. The uh, next album we'll be doing through Even again. But I like to use Shopify. They have a feature and add on called pay what you want. And you um, call it um, make an offer. Make an offer. Actually, that's the one we use. We use the make an offer one. But they have a pay what they you do, want yeah. one as well. Um, and you set up that add-on, and there's a bunch of parameters you can set up within it for price points and how it auto-accepts and all that. So play around with Shopify and the make an offer app and set it up to be conducive to your business. This is going. This is from the Dojo Porter. Portal. Tieta, is there an app you use to turn videos into real format? I use Premiere Pro um, on my laptop, but they do have apps that do that. I actually just found an app called Captions that will caption your video for you, and it will create like short form video from long form video content, but it's not great. Like it still has a lot of developing to, to go. But I think it's something to keep your eye on because as they grow and get better, it's probably going to be very useful. It's a lot from the same person. Yep. The Dojo Portal. <laughs> How did you get the backdrop made you use in your content session? Speaking of him 500 as a reference. Um, I think I got all of our backdrops made at uprinting.com. I think I use uprinting.com. I think Giggs did one. He had like a local vendor, but I usually use uprinting.com for all the back jobs, the good company ones, hometown heroes, whatever we do. Shout out uprinting.com. We use them for uh, wristbands and gold and, and uh, oh, just about all of, my, all of my printing needs. I go to okay. uprinting.com usually. No, I lied. The wristbands is from 24 hour wristbands. But they don't really be taking 24 hours. I am about to say, you love you a good 24 well, hours. 24-hour books, 24 hours. That. It's 48-hour books. <laughs> I love me a good Shout turnaround. Shout out to them, too. I love a good turnaround. <laughs> love a good turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> this from Leak NYC. How do you split earnings from physical copies like CDs, vinyl, and tapes? How do you split with producers, cover artists, et cetera? Uh, the same way that I do with merch. So whatever is like the agreed upon percentage, like I did with, uh, I have to go in at the end of the month through Shopify and see my total amount for that month and allocate that percentage. And I send an Excel sheet and a wire. A real nigga. <laughs> this is from... Zamira Music. Oh, I think you, we did Oh, I that. didn't mark it. Yeah. That's from her. Okay. 
What's the platform called where you do offer-based ticketing? Is it open for artists or even planners or event planners to do their events on as well? If yes, what's the website? So the platform is called What's TBA? And um, it's a standard ticketing site and we help build out the offer-based site which you can now use. Right now, it is still, it's in like a public beta. So we've been allowing some people to use it and, and it's slowly integrating users, but we're still building the staff to be able to accommodate hundreds of people doing sites and if they have issues, being able to hop on top of that. So it's still not in full public release, but it's called whatstva.com. You can log on right now and sign up to be on a list. So when it does open, you can get in first. And um, certain event planners, like if you have influence and you're already throwing events that are prominent, you can reach out and we could give you an early link to try to beta test and try it. But uh, probably within you know, the next six to 12 months is going to be open for everybody to kind of flood in and use and, and throw your own offer-based events. Lovely. Do we know how long we've been going for? Our cameraman is on the floor. So. All right. Sucking his thumb. <laughs> huh? Yeah, we're on, a good 20 or so. we're on we'll our last few questions. Whatever. That's the last one? Um, yeah, we probably have like one more. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you said your content has to go crazy organically before you put ad dollars behind it. Can you define what triggers that decision for you guys? Uh, LaRussell said that he uses 10% of your IG following usually. Like 30. 30 now? Yeah. Initially you were using 10. I feel like when yeah. you were at a lower, um, mm. when you had a lower follower count. But yeah, if it activates like 10 to 30% of your following, then it's doing pretty well. If it does yeah. more than your following amount, then go. go. Yeah, <laughs> I use that percentage as the amount that you spend, right? If it activates 10%, put $10. If it activates 20, put 20. If it activates 50, put 50. If it does your follower amount, I just hit 100 a day and, and, and let it keep running until it starts to kind of cap off. But uh, whatever percent of your following it activates, that's how much you should allocate towards it. Unless your following is bigger, if you know if it's a million and it hits a hundred thousand you might want to add a little bit more but when you start it just use the amount of whatever percentage it, it used last, last one. one this is from galileo damascus boy this nigga <laughs> from uh <laughs> he from wherever he that from. shit is crazy <laughs> that's a hell of a name where should we send collaborative proposals to tieta no, actually, DJ Swaggy B. I, yeah, actually. DJ Swaggy B. Well, I'm gonna put his. I'm gonna put his email in the video below it in the bio. You got it. Y'all can yeah. always hit Splash too. Mm -hmm. Millie, she likes to be a little bit hidden. Sarai, Sarai, Sarai is probably the best one to go to. She she get to you fast. Just yep. flood hers with anything. Or my mama. Love my mama. Everything. She gets everything. Yep. She be handling it. And it's been another incredible Ep episode, episode of Free Game Friday. Friday. Live from the media block in Hell Houston, yeah. Texas, man. Sheesh. Shout out the incredible people here. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Oh, if you guys want your question answered, you know what to do. <laughs> Cut the camera. <laughs>